Welcome to Aging in Full Bloom with Lisa Stockdale, sponsored by Capital Healthcare Network, an Ohio-based, family-owned and operated company providing solutions that help seniors age on their own terms. Those solutions include home care, senior living, nursing home and rehab care, and hospice. Learn more at CapitalHealthCareNetwork.com. Today we have the distinct honor of interviewing one of our residents here in Columbus, Ohio, Our resident is special to us for a variety of reasons. Her name is Gladys. Good afternoon, Miss Gladys. How are you today? I'm fine. Good. How old are you? I will let you tell the audience how old you are. A hundred. (laughs) A hundred? A hundred exactly? I was born in 17. Okay. So 102, I think. Does that sound right? (laughs) 101? Someone get a someone get a calculator out. We gotta find out how old this lady is. <laughs> well, I'm born December the twenty seventh, nineteen seventeen. Nineteen seventeen. You've lived through a few things. How's life treating you today? Fine. Yeah. What did you What have you done today? How How have you spent your day? Well, we haven't done very much today. Usually, we always have something activities, but today we don't. I just was. Sitting with my cat. <laughs> oh, you have a cat. A Maine Coon. What is your cat's name? Savannah. Savannah. How long have you had Savannah? Uh, I had her since I've been here. So do you enjoy your time here at the assisted living community? Well, uh, yes, because I can't live at home anymore. But why? I still have my house. But You do still have your house? Mm-hmm. And why can't you live at home anymore? Well, I don't think I'm able to take care of it, cooking and everything. Yeah, cooking and cleaning and maintaining the house. My daughter stays there when she comes up. I see, I see. You chose not to sell it. No. How come? <laughs> well, it's just a place for her to stay when she comes. Have you had that house for a long time? Since my daughter was six years old. Okay. You you emotionally attached to it? Well, yes, but it's not the hilltop in like it used to be. Oh, is that where it is? So the neighborhood, the old neighborhood has changed. Tell us about that. What was the hilltop like when you moved in? Well, it was a lot different in a way. Has it gotten better or worse? Worse. Worse. At least I think it has. And it's something to see a neighborhood that you move into and that you enjoy sort of take a different direction. Yeah, the hilltop's not like it used to be. So how many children do you have? Just one. Just one? A daughter? Yes. And do you see her often? Just mostly in the summer. She lives in New Orleans. Oh, she's far away. Okay. Yes. She got her master's at Tulane, and so she never came back to Ohio. I see. Do you go visit her there, or do, does she come visit you here? I was down there once, but I don't like it's too damp. It is damp in New Orleans, isn't it? Her house. And hot. <laughs> yeah, her house moves up and down. Her house moves up and down? And much water under it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. How long did you live down there? Do you remember? Oh, it was about a year or two. Oh, you didn't stay long, did no. you? <laughs> You're an Ohio girl anyway. But they don't have the harsh winters down there. 
No, but they're not equipped for it, so it makes them bad. Mm-hmm. They don't have the heating system like we do here. But she's been down there a long time. Do you travel at all anymore, or do you mostly just stay put? Just stay put. Just stay put. Do you have a lot of friends? Yes, I guess. Yeah? What do you guys do when you are active? How do you normally spend your free time? Well, I used to slow. I made drag drugs, but I got kind of lazy. Lazy. <laughs> do much of that. I don't so much anymore. How did you earn a living when you were working, or were you a... I was a beautician. A beautician. And where did you work? The Boston store. The Boston store? Was that here in Columbus? Yes, it's Spring and High. Spring and High, is it still there? No. Oh, no. I've never heard of it, but it doesn't mean it's not still there. How long did you work there? Oh, I can't remember now. Tell me about your childhood. Where were you born, and... And where did you grow up? Close to Gallipolis, about 13 miles out of Gallipolis. Gallipolis, here in Ohio. Yes. Southern Ohio. On the High River. On the Ohio <laughs> River. Well, of course, we lived out in the country. Uh-huh. We, my dad, we had raised chickens and sold eggs. Did you attend school there? Yes. Uh-huh. And what did you did you go on to college or just... I, I uh, went to... Cosmetology school. Cosmetology school. What do you remember about your childhood? When you think of your childhood, <laughs> what images come to mind? Oh, I don't know. We lived out on the farm. And I used to disc with a team on three horses. And I always drove the horses to pull the hay up in the mail and things like that. You had chores. Mm-hmm. Did you have a list of chores daily, or did it change according to the season? The season. Yeah. Um, did you have brothers and sisters? I had two sisters, one older and one younger. So you were the middle child. Yes. Is it true what they say about the middle child? <laughs> You're not sure. I don't even know what they say about the middle child. <laughs> so I don't know either. Are your um, sisters still living? No. Oh, I'm sorry. So you're the, you, the last of the Mohicans, are you? Yeah. yeah. Did your mom and dad live to be in their 90s or near 100? My dad did. He was almost 100. Almost 100. And your mom? No, she died kind of young. Okay. She had heart trouble. What was your dad's name? Daniel. Daniel? Yeah, my grandmother named all of the boys' biblical names. Okay. And she was a tough old lady, and she was a bossy old lady. <laughs> a tough old bossy old lady. <laughs> <laughs> what was her name? Harriet. Harriet. Was she pretty strict? Yeah. yeah so, and all of her boys were successful, too. So maybe her tough love paid off, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, all of her children were successful. What do you remember about her? She always had candy to give you when you went to her house. Candy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> of course, kids would remember that. Uh-huh. Do you remember the holidays when you were growing up? Oh, yeah. Yeah? How did you celebrate Christmas? Well, lived in a nine-room house, cold as ice, and we had a Christmas tree. Uh-huh. It stayed up till spring. <laughs> well, it wasn't. 
It wasn't insulated. We didn't have, it wasn't in no heated place. Did you have Christmas traditions that you, did you exchange gifts or bake or cook? Or? Oh, my mother always made candy. She issued it out to us. Uh-huh. <laughs> she rationed it out to yeah. you. <laughs> what kind of candy? We, we uh, raised chickens and sold eggs. I was wondering the other day how we got them out because the roads weren't passable. The mailman delivered horseback. Yeah. And I don't know how we ever got those eggs out because we had seven cases. Seven cases of eggs? Mm-hmm. Every day? Every week? Every week. Every week? Wow. And the people didn't come to you to buy them? No. I they, sometimes they shipped them to Pittsburgh. That was a lot of hard work, wasn't it? Yeah, but my mother took care of it. Your mother took care of it? You weren't you, you didn't have to help with that. <laughs> she, she probably wouldn't allow us to. Oh <laughs> she she wanted you to stay out of her way. <laughs> um when you look back on your life, you've lived through some wars. Some some turmoil, yes? Yes. Do you remember World War Two? Yes, my husband was in, in not too long, but because he was kind of old when they took him, and he wasn't in the service too long. But he was in the service. Did he go overseas? No. No? One night I couldn't sleep, and I had the radio on, and I listened to the life of Eleanor Roosevelt. That was a tough old lady, I'll tell you. She, she was, kept, she? kept him on his feet and kept him going. It was very interesting. It is. Her life. Did you admire her after you saw the, the information? After I think I may have seen the same program you did on her. and It just left me really admiring her and really proud. Yes, she kept him going. Oh, she was a strong old lady. My dad never liked very well, but... She was a strong lady. Do you remember the Vietnam conflict? Yes. Did you know people who went over overseas and served in that war? Yes, my sister's husband. He was your sister's husband. When you look back on your life, Miss Gladys, what do you want people to remember about you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Well, I know one thing, your beautiful laugh would be good if they remembered that. What else, though? How do you want to be remembered when it's all said and done? I don't know. I never thought much about it. No? You're 101. You haven't thought about that? My goodness. Well, what do you think about? What do you spend your time (laughs) pondering? Oh, I don't know. Of course, I got my cat that keeps me. Your cat keeps you busy and occupied. You can't imagine this, but we used to go to the Ritz Theater, and my daughter and I would walk down the middle of Broad Street and never meet a car. Really? (laughs) You know, I heard a story. I don't know if it's true or not. But that there were, at one time, there were only two cars in Ohio, and they managed to wreck into one another. Can you believe that? (laughs) No. But you remember when there weren't cars around. We always had a car at home. Mm Mm-hmm. Of course, in the wintertime, 
we uh, the roads weren't passable. The mailman delivered the mail horseback, and then my dad uh, bought a piece of farm and built a garage, and so we'd have to walk there if you wanted to go to Gal Place, which, which we didn't go very often. Was that considered going to town, mm-hmm. going to Gallipolis? And how far was your school from your home? Was it a good distance? Did you go on a, how'd you get there? Well, I walked. We went through snow drifts and climbed fences and, to get there. Oh, my goodness. We always hear people say that, but in your case, I believe it. <laughs> That's how you got there, huh? Yeah, we had a water bucket, and we all drank out of the same bucket. And yet, we didn't seem to have much sickness. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Now we're, we've got all kinds of sickness, don't we? Yes. What about you? Are you pretty well in your body? I guess so. You look look you look like you are. Do you still look in the mirror every day and <laughs> fix your hair and put your makeup on? Oh, yeah. That's important, isn't it? Feed my cat. Feed your cat. Do you have a best friend here? Peggy. Peggy. What do you and Peggy enjoy doing together? Once when my daughter's here, well, she takes us out to usually TJ's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you like TJ's? Mm-hmm. What do you like about it? Oh, they have good food. It tastes like home? Mm-hmm. I used to refinish furniture. I took classes in refinishing, so I... My husband wouldn't let me work outside the home, so I got to refinishing furniture. Why did he not want you to work outside the home? He says, <laughs> working women gets into trouble. Oh, <laughs> is that right? <laughs> did that bother you, or you just thought it was just the way it was? No, I never thought nothing about it. Never, never, never gave it a second thought, huh? Mm-mm. But you found ways to keep yourself busy. Well, I did. I lived in the garage. (laughs) (laughs) You lived in the garage? Well, I refinished furniture, so Mm -hmm. I I just practically did. You were in there a lot. Then after he died, my neighbor helped me. When I got furniture needing repairing, he died. I'm always sewed a lot. I've sewed for other people. So I I, uh, was a good Samaritan to my neighbors. A good Samaritan? I took my neighbor her lunch over every day for a year. Well, that's nice. You you don't you don't still sew, do you? No, sometimes I make drag rugs, but I don't do that much anymore. <laughs> I just got lazy. Lazy. <laughs> I don't believe you got lazy. <laughs> I was asking you before we started this if you knew what a podcast was and said you weren't sure, but someone had explained it to you, right? So you're going to be able to listen to this interview when it's all said and done, and you can share it with your daughter and let her hear it as well. What do you want to tell your daughter? Anything? No. She calls me about every week. Does she? Does she know you're doing this interview? No. You didn't ask her permission? No. You don't ask her permission, do you? (laughs) (laughs) Do you have grandchildren? No. Nope. She didn't want any little monsters. (laughs) (laughs) No little monsters. I can understand that. Well, I babysit for a little boy. 
And she looked daggered. We sat at the same chair. And she just looked daggered. She hated that kid. (laughs) (laughs) Well, everyone wasn't cut out to be a mother, were they? (laughs) That is comical. What does your daughter do for a living? She works for a foundation. Oh, she lived in New Orleans a long time. And then she uh, lived in Europe and and she uh, lived in Greece and she taught English in the school system there. Oh, wow, that's interesting. And then she married over there. Do you go to do you go to church? When I did at home. It was on the church on the corner of Burgess and Sullivan. Do you attend but, services uh, here in the but community? But I went to Lutheran Church more. Oh, the Lutheran Church? But they eventually, the membership got down, so they closed, and then they <coughs> went to over on Broad Street. Oh. So I never went over there. They had a church down the corner. My daughter went down, and she sang in the choir. And then she was in the scouts. And they had a good leader, so they had... They sold peanuts. I think everybody on the hilltop hated to see him come to the door. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate you talking with us today. We hope you have a good rest of your day. Do you want to leave our listeners with any final thoughts? Any wisdom from a 101-year-old woman? <laughs> no. Nothing? <laughs> now, I'm disappointed. I wanted some tips. <laughs> No advice? No, I think a person should work and be busy. It helps you. Stay busy. That's important. Yeah. Yeah, you know, what do you think about this? I've heard that um, people who retire, that that's a huge mistake because then they don't have anything to do. Yeah, I think you have to keep busy. Mm Mm-hmm. Doing something. Of course, it helped my husband because I was refinished furniture so he could do repairs and things and that helped him out uh-huh then we went to the free market they were quite popular back then so gladys's best advice if you want to live to be 100 is stay busy yeah you've got to keep doing something you sit around that's no good sitting around is no good she says <laughs> Thank you for listening to Aging in Full Bloom. We hope you enjoyed the interview with Gladys, our 102-year-old, who at first wouldn't give us any advice, but eventually she did tell us the key is to stay active and busy. Till next time, may the road rise to meet you. May the wind be forever at your back.